I'm already yeah. recording you. Okay, good. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's Star Wars. That's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. That's a huge deal. And that was a new project for your production company? Yeah, we were involved. I, I, I didn't, I was actually, I was supposed to direct it, but uh, I was busy with some other projects, which is, I was actually directing Arkham Origins at the time at Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, so I was a little busy with that, but uh, Ellen did an amazing job. She did a better job than I could have. She, she really made all of them sound like the original actors, and uh, she did an incredible job, brought these performances out of these guys, and a lot of them weren't even actors, so, I mean, it was pretty amazing. Um, and it's and it was the first time, as I said, the first time any uh, any uh, movie's been made into a Native American language, and hopefully this will encourage them to learn more about their language and keep the language alive. That's really cool, yeah, actually. That is cool. It's, I just learned one, that every at this once college. in a while we get to work on something that actually helps people, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of a nice thing, and that was a cool project. All right, and and as I know that you've worn so many different hats, you've been a voice actor, you've been a director. Now you're the owner of a company along with Ellen. Yeah. Um, out of all of these hats, which one do you feel the most at home with? Um, I like a nice fedora that has a. <laughs> um, you know, I I like it all. It's all to me. It's all part of the same thing, really. I, I'm I'm really an actor director, and I and I basically. Uh, Everything that I do comes from the same creative space. So, and I write. I'm a writer as well. So, uh, you know, all of that stuff is just part of me, really. And I don't really see it as as any different kind of a thing. It's just kind of a different uh, take when you're acting, when you're directing. You're, you're, you know, you're approaching something from a different place, but it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. All right. Um. If that makes sense. No, it totally does. Yeah. You look very striking, by the way. I love this. You look great <laughs> in this outfit. Thank you. This one's one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> you look great. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what it's is... Good thing what? my wife's not here. Anyway, yes. <laughs> but she's gorgeous as well. She she's wonderful. Um, she's what looking, is... They lost her luggage on the way over here, so she's out looking for something to wear. <laughs> I know. That's such yeah. a shame. Yeah, well, but in your experience with voice acting work, because I know being with the Kingdom Hearts World podcast, mm-hmm. we're like we're totally crazy about Kingdom Hearts. So, yeah. in your experience between um, anime and uh, voice acting for video games, which one has been like the most challenging? Which one has been the most comfortable? Well, dubbing in general, which is uh, most of the anime, is dubbing because it's dubbing basically is something that's uh, you're taking something that's already done, mm-hmm. like a Japanese anime show, and you're revoicing it into English. So you have to do the the lip sync and match the flaps and all that. And that's that is a lot more difficult than just going in like on Legend of Korra where we just go in and record, you know, and then they make it into uh into the series. So you know, anytime you can do the original stuff, and most video games are original a- animation where you just go in and you play the character, which is wonderful. Like I'm the Joker in three Batman games and Injustice, which just got uh, fighting game of the year. And those are we just go in and we we record the characters and then they animate around us. Whereas the other stuff, you're you're having to go in and try to to match the lip flaps. It's a lot more difficult. And it's interesting because you get paid a lot less to dub, which is more hard, more difficult to do. And you get paid a lot more to do the original, which is a lot easier to do. So figure that out. That's kind of nuts. I know. <laughs> but um, as what character in particular do you think has has changed you the most as a human being? <laughs> You've probably I, gotten that question a ton of times. I don't even know I'm sorry. how to answer that. <laughs> all, right, as, um, all right, then how about one that was the most fun and then uh, the least fun? 
just to bash one for fun. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, well, one of the most fun is the Joker. Uh, he's just a great character. He's just so much fun to play. He's an iconic character, and he's just—it's just great to become him because he's so nuts. And basically, you can just do anything. You and do it so well. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm maybe a little nuts too. Uh, um, <laughs> I love doing Bateau. Bateau's another great character. I love doing him. He's just—he's great. And Jigen's a lot of fun too. He's another one I enjoy doing. Um, you know what? I love doing all my characters. The ones that are hard are these things like on Mortal Kombat, not Mortal Kombat. I play Raiden in Mortal Kombat also. But uh, uh, I meant to say uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, trying to keep all this stuff straight. Uh, you know, those kind of games are yeah. spec ops where you're just going in and screaming your butt off for hours. And those are the, those are the hard ones just because you're screaming. And it's not that the characters are hard or, you know, it's just, it's, it's just vocally demanding. And it's very, very tough to do that and keep that going for long periods of time. So those are the hard ones for me is just going and screaming your butt off. <laughs> you know, I did one job where I was, uh, I think it was spec ops. We went in and we did it for, uh, I was in there. I was only supposed to be in there for four hours. A guy kept me six hours, and at the end of it, he goes, I kept the best uh, ten lines for the for the end of the session. I said, what's the best ten lines? He said, uh, you're going to be uh, burned alive by a flamethrower, and we need ten of those, and we need them 30 seconds long. And go. So, you know, that's <laughs> like, kind of... Oh, thank you. Yeah, Thanks so after that. I'd pretty much blown my pipes out for the day anyway, and then I was screaming really my butt off. So, yeah, those are those are the well. tough ones. Oh, did, uh, what is what is it like to run a company... Like, is you and your wife are running a company now? That's yeah, it's it. Well, we we've been doing that for a while, yeah. actually. I think since two thousand four. You guys are very successful at it. Too. Yeah, we've been we've been very lucky. We, you know, there's not a lot of people that do what we do, and what we what we are pretty much uh, uh, specific about is that we take a lot of foreign films and we dub them into English, and we we've done a lot of Academy Award winning films and mm-hmm. from all over the world, and. Uh, so that was that was a lot of fun, and we, we we get projects and we do games as well. We uh, you know I we supervise all that stuff and uh, and I direct a lot of stuff and Alan directs, and uh, so it's uh, it's it works out really well. Sometimes people hire our company and say do it, and sometimes they just hire me to come in and direct, or they hire me as a voice talent. So it just it just depends on what it is, you know. But it's great. We you know we enjoy it. Now, every voice actor that I've spoken to has always spoken highly of both you and your wife. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I know. You guys are just quality people. Oh, that's very <laughs> good. That's nice to hear. There, there can be a lot of backbiting in this business sometimes, you know, so it's, that's nice to hear. Thank you. Um, and I know you come from an acting background, right? Yeah. Um, with your live acting, which do you prefer, like voice acting or live acting? Because I know they can both be very challenging. I, I love it all, really, and I... I, I would like to do a lot more on-camera stuff. I actually have a film coming out this year called Broken Spirits, and I have a, a very fun part in there. I play a shady shaman <laughs> in there, and it's it's a great part. It was a it's lot a of fun. Great name, yeah. shady shaman. Yeah, so it was a really fun character to play, and I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I would like to do a lot more of that stuff because that's really what I came to LA to do to to begin with. But uh, you know, as I was talking about in one of my panels earlier today. The thing that's so great about the voice acting is you can be any character that you can imagine vocally. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, if you're if you're on stage or if you're in front of a camera or whatever, you're kind of relegated to the way you appear. Especially in film, they basically cast you the way you look for for the you know whatever part it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's fun, but it's it's it, for me it's really fun to be something completely different. And you know, I do a lot of characters that sound like me that have the same kind of thing, but. Then I do a lot of these characters that, that sound nothing like me, and I, and for me the real fun is when people come up and say, "I have no idea. I had no idea that was you." You know, 
So that's kind of, I really enjoy that. I get a kick out of that. It's always a fun little thing. It's like to go through someone's IMDb and you're like, oh, they were that person. Yeah. yeah. I watched that for like 21 <laughs> episodes. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Um, and were there any actors that you admire and draw inspiration from? Oh, there's a lot of wonderful, wonderful actors. Uh, well, Sean Connery, I think of him immediately. I loved Clint Eastwood growing up. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. I'm, th- I'm talking about these are actor actors. Um, voice actors, Mel Blanc, of course, and, uh, um, you know, Daz Butler and uh, uh, Jim Cummings. And uh, there's so many wonderful. I, I know I'm leaving a lot of them out. There's just, and I was really, really thrilled that uh, Peter Cullen got to do uh, Optimus Prime in the movies because I thought he did such a great job. And, you know, the, there's, a, there's a rumor that when they originally were going to cast the movie uh, that Michael Bay said, I don't want, I don't want voice actors. I want real actors in this. And, and, and they are real actors. actors. Yeah. They're real actors. They're real good actors. And he, as far as I'm concerned, is the best thing in those movies. So, Mm -hmm. so I was really happy for him that that was very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just to wrap this up, because I know time is of the essence here. Yeah. I've been taking up a lot here. <laughs> no, I, could you possibly give uh, Kingdom Hearts World a shout-out in the Ansem voice? Yes. Hello, Kingdom Hearts World. Come to the darkness. We have cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this has been Grace Candido with Richard F. Carr. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grace. Mm-hmm. And it's been phenomenal. It's great seeing you as always. I do have a question just for you. Because that's actually, I was on your website and I was taking a look at um, all the different things that you had you written. You know, I haven't finished my website. Though. I know. <laughs> I was comparing it to your IMDb. I was like, there's no, there's not a lot. <laughs> but I also read, you have written, um, if you couldn't create, you couldn't breathe. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? I thought it was a really poignant quote. I just thought it was really interesting. Like, do you have anything that you would want to? You know, I do live to create. Mm-hmm. And and if I get lethargic for any reason or lazy, I begin to kind of have self-loathing. And the, and, and the thing that makes me feel really, really wonderful and dynamic and alive is to create. And I do that on many levels. Uh, one is my acting, you know, for mm-hmm. film and stage and television. The other is my voice work. The other is my directing, and then there's my writing. I've got a sitcom that I wrote that Richard and I are going to be starring in, and it's called Soccer Mom. That's adorable. Thank actually. you. And and then uh, I've got another script that I wrote, and then I've got like 20 children's books that I've written, and I wanted to show you this is my first one that is coming out. I was going to ask you about that one a little bit later. No, no joke, no joke. And also your audiobooks. I saw that as well. Yes, yes, yes. Who, who illustrated this? Uh, a lady named Susan Eady, and she first draws it, then she does it in clay, and then she takes the camera and photographs it. And uh, the book is going to be all over. It's going to be on Amazon. It's going to be on all the ebook sites, and um, it's it's going to be coming out in the next week. Okay, let's give it a plug. Uh, it's hard to give a butterfly a hug by Ellen Stern Epcar. So everyone, go out and buy it because this is adorable. I can't show you, but it's adorable. 
<laughs> and and the thing is, somebody once said their their kids looked at it and they said the colors are so bright that their kids said, I want to eat the colors. <laughs> and That sounds like me when I was a kid. <laughs> Actually, now probably, but I probably wouldn't say it out loud. <laughs> they look delicious. <laughs> but it's true. If I couldn't create, I'd, I'd just mm-hmm. wither because creating makes me feel alive and dynamic. And, and, and being here at the convention... It, it also is another level of the creation because it's the after effect. Mm-hmm. After you've created something, to come here and to have people appreciate who you are and what you've done. It's, um, it's, it's very, very fulfilling. That's so cool. That's very, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. And this is wonderful too. Goodness gracious. Oh yeah. Out of all your talents as well, because I asked you already, I know that you're a writer, you're a director, um, I know that you own a company at this point. Out of all these different I'm sort of... I'm an actress. And an actress as well. Yeah. Actress is actually my first... That's what I was going to ask you. Like, which hat is the your favorite cap to wear? No, I'm, I'm an actress oh, first. And from the actress comes the writing and the voice work and the directing. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like saying, okay... If which part of your body do you like the most? Do you mm-hmm. like your head? Do you like your torso? Do you like your arms or your legs or your butt or your feet? <laughs> if you could say which part of your body you like the most, which would you choose? And it's kind of like that with me because I do love all of them. Uh, as an actress, creating a character is so extraordinary fulfilling for me. I absolutely love it. That is my, that's always been my number one passion. Mm-hmm. But then from that came my writing because I can create in front of the camera, I can create on stage, but when I'm alone, how do I create? Because I can't turn off that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the writing comes in. And I'm also writing a book. That's wonderful. um, But but my whole life I've done so many things. And and now my goal is to see them all through and completed. Like they're all done. Now I want to see them produced and completed. I want to see my babies live. I want to see them fly. (laughs) Oh, that's really cool. You understand that. You have wings. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that I love to write and draw and all these things. So then you, Mm -hmm. you understand that entirely because if you like to write and draw, which would you like more? One part of you fulfills one part. The other part fulfills something else. And they're all different parts of our body and our emotional mindset, aren't they? It's true, actually. I really do relate to you on that. But, um, oh, yeah. And out of all the different sort of characters that you've sort of acted as, which one do you feel um, has, has changed you most as a person mm-hmm. or, or has been most poignant to you? You probably get that question a lot. <laughs> well, um... There was a film role that I did 
Uh, I did a film called Blood on Canvas. It is not out. I, I'm praying it comes out this year. It's mm-hmm. it, it was done a year and a half ago. Um, so I'm praying that it, the release is this year. Mm-hmm. And in it, I played a character that so resembled my mother. And it was kind of like sitting in my mother's mindset and emotional body which I had never done and that had a real transforming effect on me and I don't think any other role has quite affected me so deeply Um, every time I do a role it affects me though because as an actress I totally purge into it and and allow myself to be submerged into the role Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't I don't feel separate from the role. I feel a part of the role, and I own it. And um, I do hundreds of different characters with all different sounds. So, I mean, if you hear my mother voice, that's something you're going to, which is close to my own voice. But if you hear me do a grandmother, you know, she's going to sound like this. (laughs) If you hear me do a little... A little girl, she's going to sound like this. And if you hear me do a little boy, he's going to maybe sound like this. Um, and so I have a full range of characters that I do, and I lose. I, That's I, amazing. I, so I can hear a voice and do it. Um, I just have the, that ability to submerge my persona into the voice and become the voice and sound like the voice. So um, when I do a character, most of my characters don't sound alike. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose like as an actress, do you prefer your voice acting work or do you prefer like live, um, live action in that case? Because I know that the, your most poignant character is the live action one. Uh, you have such a range, though, even with just your voice alone. That's one of the huge challenges. I've also done a man. <laughs> well, I do this man. But we're not going there. <laughs> um, going back to your question, which do I prefer? Mm-hmm. That's what you're asking. Kind of, yeah. Um. It's really, really hard when I do a play, which I dearly love doing. I'll have four to six weeks of rehearsal and a six-week run and purging into that character and each day discovering more about the character. I love the journey of discovering the character. Mm -hmm. So that is deeply profound for me. Um, When I do a film... I do a lot of work on my own, a lot of preparation, a lot of research into the character so that I find the character and I am living with the character until the film is done. I'm I'm living Mm -hmm. with that character. I become that character. And now you take voice work, you purge yourself into the character, but then as soon as you're done... You leave the character. You make instant decisions based upon your memory bank and knowing the voice. My voice my voice goes all the way up here. And then 
it goes all the way down here. So, I mean, and you have to know your, your, your voice is like an instrument mm -hmm. so that you get to play all these different tones and all these, and, and it's, it's like my mother voice is very gentle and peaceful. But then you get somebody who's really a wise guy, or the, you know, and, and the yeah. whole tone changes. And so your cadence changes, your tempo changes, all these things change. And this is part of the musical instrument of the voice. So it's hard to say which do you love the yeah. most because you're dealing with all different tones within your body if you consider your body a musical instrument or um, I always like to consider myself a, a re um, an impressionist painter with my body yeah. that I, I go here and I go there and I'm an actress I'm a writer um, I, I, I explore um, children's books and screenwriting. I love directing. I just directed Star Wars into the Navajo language. I heard about that. That's so impressive. It was well extraordinary. Thank you. It was the first time any Native American language had been uh, dubbed into a film. <clears throat> and these, if I can just share with you for a moment, in the 1860s, what happened was the U.S. government decided that all the Indians needed to be killed. Either that or they needed to be gentrified. So they decided to gentrify the Indians, and they took all the Indians, the Navajos, the, the, the Apaches, the 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 Chumash, you name it, every tribe, and they pulled them off the reservations at four years old, many times not even telling the parents, and put them into boarding schools where they stayed for four to seven years without seeing their parents except maybe once or twice a year for maybe two days at a time. And if they dare spoke their native language, they were punished and their mouths were soaked. And so what happened was these children went back home and they stopped the culture. They, they felt ashamed. It, it, was, it was a holocaust for the American Indians, that's, what they did. <clears throat> and so what happened with Star Wars is so phenomenal. These people came up to me and said, I don't know my language, but now after hearing this, I want to learn my language. That's so perfect. And so not to just have an impact on yourself, but to have an impact on a culture. That's phenomenal. It, it is, it's it like is, turning back the clock. It is, it is the most profound thing I've ever been a part of you know, outside of my personal journey, you know, with my family. All right. And one final question, because I think that this one's really fun. Um, what color would I be if I were a color? Not quite, actually. <laughs> if you were to have a superpower, choosing between invisibility and flight, which would you choose? Flight. For both of you. Flight. Flight. Always flight. When I was a little girl, I used to dream that Peter Pan was my protector. And that Peter Pan, and Superman also, and that whenever 
I was in a tough situation. They would fly down and we would fly to the sky and fly away from the journey and the troubles. And That's and so I, I, and I dreamt this every single That's night. cute. Don't laugh. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm soaking it all in. <laughs> He's going, and this I married. Um, no, but it's true. I did. I, I dreamt to them every night. And so I would love to be able to fly. I very much agree with that. <laughs> for me. But for you, what would you what would That's you a do? tough one because they're both they're both appealing, actually. They yeah, really are. It would be nice to be invisible and you could do all sorts of capers. But uh, But that's because you've always wanted to be James Bond. Yeah, be, it would be great. You'd be totally stealthy yeah. if you were invisible. That would be kind of a cool thing. be any sort of stealth character. Yeah. Awesome. You yeah. know what would be cool? To have an invisibility cloak and like to be Harry a plot. Like Harry Potter. I'm sorry. I want you to notice that. I, I want everyone to notice that. I couldn't ahead. answer one question and get through it. You had your time. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I should become <laughs> invisible right I now. I can tell I think. you guys are married. <laughs> you guys <Yeah>. are wonderful. <laughs> so th- we're going to do this and more on Soccer Mom. Yeah. It's very funny. It is funny. It's basically us. But it's, but it's us in, um, in, in unbelievable situations, and I can't give away the plot of the sitcom because we haven't shot it and we're getting ready to shoot it. Yeah. But are you going to be invisibility? Is that your choice? I think so, yeah. Okay. You guys have the powers covered in that case. Yeah, there you go. Can yeah. I do a shameless plug just yes, at the please. end? Yes, please. Um, please come to Ellen Stern Epcar on my Facebook and uh, and my Twitter account, and there is going to be a link, and I'm putting up a page right now for It's Hard to Give a Butterfly a Hug, where you can find out more about the book. I want to give a shameless plug. Go ahead. All right, I'd like everyone to join my uh, Facebook page, my fan page, and uh, and join me on Twitter. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, all the Kingdom Hearts fans. (laughs) And hopefully more. Exactly, exactly. Uh, this has been our wonderful interview for Katsukan 20, and uh, I'll be signing it. Take care, everybody. Great seeing you.